Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s mother was a choir director. His wife, Coretta Scott King, was a singer who studied at the New England Conservatory. His historic speeches are filled with musical cadences and images, including the immortal words, life's piano can only produce melodies of brotherhood when it is recognized that the black keys are as basic, necessary, and beautiful as the white keys. I'm Benjamin Rowe. On this special edition of Heifetz on Air, we'll celebrate the legacy of Dr. King in music, exploring the traditions he inherited, the culture he celebrated, and the composers and performers he inspired. Works by Florence Price, Samuel Coleridge-Taylor, and Virginia's own Adolphus Hailstork and more, all played on the stages of the Heifetz International Music Institute, and all just coming up on Heifetz on Air. Almost a half century before Coretta Scott King walked through the doors of the New England Conservatory, a superbly talented pianist and organist arrived in 1902 to become one of the institution's very first African-American students. Her name was Florence Price, and Heifetz pianist Tom Poster picks up her story from there. And as an African-American woman, I think she had to fight so hard for her musical voice to be taken nearly as seriously as it deserved to be. Um, despite all her struggles, she did actually have some notable, remarkable successes um, in her lifetime. She was the first African-American woman to have her a symphony played by a major American orchestra. And it wasn't until as recently as 2009 and that a few um, old cardboard boxes turned up in a derelict house in Illinois, which had actually been a summer house of hers, um, was sort of on, about to be, you know, thrown away forever. And then someone noticed these manuscripts and wondered what they were. And it turned out to be this huge treasure trove of, of uh, music by Florence Price that had been lost for decades and, and could almost have disappeared forever. And this was one of these pieces, um, the uh, piano quintet in A minor. Here's Tom Poster and fellow Heifetz faculty friends playing the third movement, a Juba dance from the Price Piano Quintet. We're in concert in Francis Auditorium.
Welcome to Heifetz On Air, a new program featuring the performers and personalities of the Heifetz International Music Institute. I'm Benjamin Rowe. The Institute's main activities are in the summertime, when our campus in Stanton, Virginia, literally hums with music from late June to early August. That means that the holiday we're used to celebrating is the 4th of July, when our Heifetz performers trek over Afton Mountain to perform a free Independence Day concert at the presidential home of James Monroe's Highland Estate in Charlottesville, Virginia. But for this time in January, when we take a day to celebrate MLK, I remember a performance from the 4th of July by a Heifetz student that had particular resonance, not only for him, but also for all of us in the audience. Hello, my name is Winton Grant, and I'm joined on stage today by Stefan on piano. Uh, today, we will be performing a piece entitled Deep River. Um, for those of you who don't know, it's originally an African-American folk song that went something like this. Deep river, my home lies over Jordan. Deep river, I want to cross over into campground. Um, the piece talks about crossing over into campground, which is a place of peace and rest, and some place that hopefully we are all in today as we're gathered here. Um, I wasn't going to say anything, and before I came on stage, I've been feeling a little weird today uh, about the fact that it's Independence Day, and we're here um, out in Virginia and Monticello's, like a mile and a half away, and these beautiful fields that we're looking out over right now were once worked um, by brothers and sisters of the same human race who were not free. And so today, because it's Independence Day, I'd like us all to be especially grateful for the various independences that we have in our own lives. Um, yeah, with that being said, here is Deep River by Samuel Coleridge Taylor. Thank you. 
violinist Winton Grant and pianist Stefan Petroff playing an arrangement of the traditional spiritual Deep River by Anglo-African composer Samuel Coleridge-Taylor. That's taken from the Heifetz Institute's annual Independence Day concert, which is held on the grounds of President James Monroe's Highland Estate in Charlottesville, Virginia. We'll be back at Highland to celebrate the 4th of July this summer, and we'd love to see you there. I'm Benjamin Rowe, bringing you Heifetz On Air via WTJU, the radio voice of the University of Virginia, online at WTJU.net. That version of Deep River was included in a collection of 24 Negro Melodies, Opus 59, published in 1904 by Samuel Coleridge Taylor. He was a composer so renowned in his time that in the same year of 1904, he became the first black artist ever invited to the White House, performing at the behest of President Teddy Roosevelt. In the preface to his publication, Coleridge Taylor wrote, What Brahms has done for the Hungarian folk music, Dvorak for the Bohemian, and Grieg for the Norwegian, I have tried to do for these Negro melodies. Well, Dvorak also paid a great service to our nation's traditional and folk music, black, white, and native, during his time in America in the 1890s. And nowhere is that more evident than in his beloved American String Quartet. It's filled with everything from bird calls to the blues. And here are the first two movements, played by the Institute's first ever ensemble in residence. Julia Angelov and Yezu Wu play violin, Matt Cohen viola, and Coleman Itzkoff the cello. We're in concert at the Great Hall of the Blackburn Inn and Conference Center in Stanton, Virginia. From Heifetz On Air.
That aching second movement has been thought to evoke the melodies of Native Americans, similar to how the composer, Anthony Dvorak, evoked the sensibility of a spiritual in the slow movement to his New World Symphony. You just heard the first two movements of Dvorak's American String Quartet, written during the summer of 1893, when the Bohemian composer vacationed in Spillville, Iowa, and has been played nearly every summer by students at the Heifetz International Music Institute. Although that was actually a springtime performance by our Heifetz Ensemble in Residence, violinist Julia Angeloff and Yezu Wu, violist Matt Cohen, and cellist Coleman Itzkoff. They performed Dvorak at the Great Hall, the Blackburn Inn and Conference Center here in Stanton, Virginia. I'm Benjamin Rowe, bringing you a special edition of Heifetz on Air called Life's Piano, honoring the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. in music. In just a moment, we'll hear the black and white keys moving together harmoniously in a groundbreaking piano piece. This is Heifetz On Air from the Heifetz International Music Institute and WTJU, the radio voice of the University of Virginia. This is Heifetz On Air. I'm Benjamin Rowe. This episode is called Life's Piano, inspired by one of Dr. Martin Luther King's many music-inspired lines from his speeches. It reads in full, Life's piano can only produce melodies of brotherhood when it is recognized that the black keys are as basic, necessary, and beautiful as the white keys. So while we're using keyboard metaphors, let's hear some keyboard music. Once again, we're going to hear a work from the pen of Florence Beatrice Price. From the 2021 Hypus Institute Piano Palooza, the piece is introduced by faculty pianist Andrew Rosenberg. Here on Hypus on Air. Uh, so I'm very excited to be performing the second movement of Florence Price Piano Sonata in E minor. Florence Price was um, an African American female composer from Little Rock, Arkansas, who, by the time that she wrote this sonata, she was living in Chicago. And she had just, she, she won a composition contest called the Wanamaker Music Composition Contest. She won prizes uh, in two different categories, both for her uh, solo sonata and also first prize for her, her symphony in E minor, which the following year uh, was performed by the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, which was the first time that music composed by uh, a black woman had been performed by one of the major uh, symphony orchestras in the United States, uh, and that was in 1933. And she uh, composed this piece, I believe, in 1932, which is when she entered it into the competition. In her music, she often draws on a lot of traditional uh, African-American songs and dances, 
including um, the, uh, spirituals, uh, in many different forms, uh, in arrangements, through uh, direct quotations sometimes. And in the case of this sonata, most likely through using um, melodic and rhythmic aspects of the spiritual and kind of weaving that language into a uh, into romantic uh, period piano textures. Uh, it's, a, it's a really beautiful piece, and I really fell in love with this piece the first time I heard it. Uh, and this is the first time I'm performing it, and I'm very excited to share it with you. Thank you.
The Andante movement from the Piano Sonata in E minor, composed in 1932 by Florence Price and performed there by Heifetz Institute faculty pianist Andrew Rosenblum. That's taken from the Heifetz 2021 Piano Palooza, the one night during our summertime festival of concerts that is devoted entirely to our remarkable team of collaborative pianists. They play everything from sublime solo works like you just heard to rollicking multiplayer multi-piano performances. As a result, the annual Piano Palooza has become one of the most popular concert nights of the summer. I'm Benjamin Rowe, bringing you Heifetz On Air, coming to you from the Heifetz International Music Institute and WTJU, the radio voice of the University of Virginia. Visit us online at heifetz.institute forward slash heifetzonair for more on this program, the performers, and the playlist. Well, I'm really excited to share with you a final selection for this broadcast. It comes from a 2022 concert program called All Hail Hailstork. It's a celebration of Adolphus Hailstork, one of the nation's most renowned composers who happens to live and work in Virginia Beach, Virginia. He's had a distinguished career teaching at Norfolk State University and Old Dominion University and is in demand to this day as a composer around the globe. Here is the Borromeo String Quartet, our ensemble in residence, led by artistic director Nicholas Kitchen, playing Hailstork String Quartet No. 2. It's subtitled Variations on Swing Low, Sweet Chariot. We're in Francis Auditorium here on Heifetz On Air.
The String Quartet Number no. 2, Variations on Swing Low, Sweet Chariot by Adolphus Hailstort. Performed by the Borromeo String Quartet in concert at the Hypus International Music Institute, Nicholas Kitchen and Christopher Tong playing the violins, Mai Motobuchi viola, and Yisun Kim cello. One reviewer of that quartet declares, Hailstork pulls out all the stops here, literally in the playing of the strings, and figuratively turning the simple tune into something quite complex. Adolphus Hailstork is the most honored of any living African-American composer. He's now in his 80s and still maintains an active composing life, including spending some time at the Hypus Institute as our composer-in-residence last summer. Full playlist information for this program we're calling Life's Piano, a special Martin Luther King Jr. holiday edition of Heifetz On Air, is available at heifetz.institute slash heifetzonair. It's a production of the Heifetz International Music Institute and WTJU, the radio voice of the University of Virginia, online at wtju.net. I'm Benjamin Rowe. Thanks for listening to Heifetz On Air. Thank you.